Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. We talk to people from all walks of life about everything or anything. But it's all good news for you. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy my next guest. I am introducing to you all Sharice Davis. She is the founder and CEO of Gloss Sisterhood. How are you today, Sharice? I am doing absolutely wonderful. I'm really, really glad to be with you today. Awesome, awesome. Tell us about yourself. Uh, you started this organization. You can tell us um, why you started the organization, but you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So I, I grew up in just outside of Atlanta. Um, I always like to tell people that my original home is the nation's capital. So um, I was born and raised until the age of six in Washington, D.C. And um, I spent my, I guess my formative, you know, youth years just outside of Atlanta. Um, one thing that I loved about my childhood growing up was just the fact that I was able to be in public, private, and homeschool settings. So that kind of played into, you know, the person that, that I became. Um, and so growing up, I, I, I definitely, I definitely kind of realized that I had a heart for God. And then as I got a little older, I realized that I had a heart for young ladies. And one of the things that was really emphasized in, in me growing up was the importance of having a relationship with God. And so I often um, would reflect on my life. And so I kind of began to start gloss when I was in college. Mm. Um, God began to lay young ladies on my heart. And then I also had come to learn that I had a heart for hospitality. So the initial ideas for wanting to start the Gloucesterhood was to do retreats for girls. Um, and wanting to provide something for young ladies that people oftentimes overlook. So if you grow up in a two-parent household and you go to church, sometimes it's assumed that, oh yeah, life is fine. You don't, you don't right. have any problems. Yeah. But I was like, I was that girl. And so I still struggled with insecurities, sense of worth and value. And so wanting to create something that could bridge the gap between home and church mm -hmm. in a girl's life. So that's kind of how Gloss got started. And then it's also kind of tied to my own personal um, story of being a, you know, a young lady growing up and, you know, as a Christian. You know, and, and to your point, um, th that's a very good point to make is that children who grow up in that idyllic family, you know, it, it looks good on the outside. People have no idea what's happening. I, I was a youth pastor and did it open my eyes? Oh my gosh, it opened my eyes to, um, the issues and circumstances of some of these kids with mom and dad in the home yeah. perfect, you know it looks like a perfect life on the outside yeah. and yeah. <laughs> yeah so absolutely um i think that um most young people uh have insecurities and most of our issues as adults come from our issues as children yes, yes. um and, and and we never get any help so we need some help now mm -hmm. you know yeah and it's not always like a traumatic 
right being it's it's the kid yeah it's the kid in school that was like you know i had a kid told me like you have some big lips and like that stuck with me for years like to the point that i i i would not wear color on my lips until I was probably like after, you know, 30 something years old. Girl, and not them lips in style, they are beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. But it, it took time and like, that's and, not, and again, dramatic. yeah. Yes, I was exposed to, you know, I know the truth. I know Psalm 139, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. But, you know, that's why I felt like gloss is so important is because it's that, that extra, that additional support that young ladies need because there's some things we tell our parents and then there's some things that that we don't and then there's some things that you unfortunately like we didn't always feel comfortable sharing at church you know so creating like a sisterhood for for young ladies for sure for sure there are many things that we didn't share with our moms or dads and things that we picked up in school and internalize those things yeah what does gloss stand for Ah, I love what God stands for. It's God's ladies of significance and service. Nice. And uh, real quick, um, in coming up with the name, I remember I was working on my computer just because I felt like God was leading me to to do something. So there was never like a Sharice, you know, go forth and (laughs) do this. But it was just, you know, God would give me ideas. And that's how I knew it was him because whenever I would start working on things, thoughts would come but I I immediately felt like gee it has to gee something I was like okay God gee what and then it was like I know I want to refer to the organization's participants as ladies and then I don't know out of nowhere significance and service just just came and then it was like oh yes it's gloss what girl doesn't like gloss you know (laughs) so that's that's the story behind the name that's beautiful now tell us about the organization what you do what what services do you provide to these these ladies of service and significance yes so we have three signature programs um butterfly cafe significant service and beyond like Thompson brown so butterfly cafe allows for that um more frequent connection so they have mentors and glossy problem face coaches and so they get to break out in small groups based upon their their age group and have a discussion around a particular topic so like we've talked about um gratitude this year we've talked about a new year new me and the next month is going to be about friendship um and then we do monthly community service so the projects vary. I mean, we've done garden projects to soup kitchens to clothing drives, um, and just the importance of services are part of our name. So we're we're God's ladies of significance and service. Mm-hmm. And then uh, beyond my stomping ground, that program is about uh, providing experiences for our young ladies that are different. So ultimately, we want that to be like traveling abroad, but. Um, until we travel abroad, it's just doing something that they've not been exposed to before. And that kind of ties into what our vision is and we're wanting to be a global sisterhood. So helping them to think beyond their stomping ground, what they are um, used to seeing or experiencing. You know, and and I can attest to exposure it's everything it's everything to a child and then they grow up and go yeah i did that or or and this this changed my perception about this and it lets them know that the world is bigger than their little circle you know their little bubble i think about how my mom exposed 
me and my brothers to so much that most kids didn't get and we weren't rich yeah. or anything but she had access mm -hmm. to resources and right. then i did the same thing for my boys and it, it just creates um this new world for them i think yeah yeah, yeah. and that that idea you know i um i a lot of times i think back to my own life experiences and so when i was in college i got to do a study abroad program and just how that shifted um, my perspective on just the world. Oh, yes, where did you yeah, go? I went to Switzerland. Oh, and, nice. I, and I'll tell you, I think probably one of the most impactful moments was we got a chance to go to the Alps. And I remember thinking there was, I was like, there's this verse in the Bible that talks about like the earth is going to pass away. And I'm looking at the Alps and they look permanent. They look like nothing could ever shake them so even though it was like yeah i had this really cool study abroad experience it opened my eyes to also see how big god is yes and yeah. i was like wow he's bigger than these out here and they mm -hmm. look like they are not moving <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah that was just one of the many experiences that that um that i had that is wonderful you know um when you were presenting during um, our Christmas program, um, so many people were calling me and texting me and going, is this organization in Atlanta? Where are they? We yeah. love what they do. How can we yeah. get our granddaughters and our daughters involved? I was amazed yeah. uh, because I know that for me and so many other women of age, mm -hmm. we feel like, oh my God, we needed that program when we were girls. Yes. Yes, our volunteers say the same thing. They're like, I wish I, I had that, you know, and then even me sometimes I'm like, maybe I wouldn't have been as insecure if, if, if I had, you know, a, a loss to be a part of. But we, our, our program is currently available to young ladies um, in the Metro Atlanta area. We also are looking to um, expand Gloss into other cities, and we've done that in the past. We did. Mm -hmm. We launched a, launched a chapter in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia, and then we launched one in the Maryland, D.C. area. Nice. Uh, those are not active currently, mm -hmm. but that is definitely in in the next year to to relaunch those locations, and then also we're looking to expand to the Augusta, Georgia area as well. So what would some of the girls say have been their best experiences with Floss? So one one memorable quote recently, because we actually asked um, some of the young ladies what they've liked about Floss. And one of them recently said, um, being a part of Gloss has helped the hard times not be so hard. Mm. And I love that because um, I do believe God uses Floss as a tool in young ladies' lives. And it's kind of like when we accept Christ into our lives, it doesn't mean that the problems go away. Exactly. You know, but I think God does use Gloss to be a, um, a support for young ladies. Um, another one said that Gloss has always been a place that I feel seen and heard. And I'm just like, those things. Yeah. Like that is, that's what we want to hear. So yes, we do like these fun things and they have fun and they laugh and you know, and all of that. But at the end of the day, like how, how deep is our impact in their life? And that's the part, um, you know, that I love. And even one of our volunteers has said that 
being a volunteer has helped her to rely more on the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so just like hearing like this, this spiritual fruit and like these, these long lasting comments, like they, they're very moving oh, to yeah. me. It's a yeah. blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. Let you know that you're in the will of God. You're doing what you're supposed yes. to be doing. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the girls still have to go back into situations yeah. that are less than favorable. Yes. You know, but yes. they have that little seed planted, you know? Yes. Yes. It's yes. going to help them through it. Yes, absolutely. And I try to remember that too. Um, I'll tell you just like being a leader of an organization like you you you're trying to stay focused on what God wants but then you also know people they want to hear the numbers they want to know they want you to measure your impact and so it is that that um you know that wrestle between okay what are the numbers what's the measure of our impact but then also there's some things that you can't really they're quantify. intangible they're, they're intangible yeah. you, yes. you can't quantify those Right. Mm -hmm. But then seeing over time the impact. So because we started cloth in 2006, um, now we're, it's all these years later. So we've been able to watch young ladies grow up and become moms, yeah. graduate from high school and from college and like build careers. And they can attribute their experience to cloth as being um, impactful. And I think that is, that helps give me some peace. That's like, phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. That is phenomenal. You know, yeah. I, I'm thinking about you saying you're starting with these young girls, age nine, right? Yeah. And then you're talking about young women going through college. Yeah. You know, Gloss would have been helpful for me in college, you know, yes. as well, because yes. I, I, when you look at it, the whole spectrum of a young woman's life is so important and is so yes. impressionable you need that support along the way along the way yes. yeah yeah yes and that's you know our mascot being a butterfly because we're gonna go through the metamorphosis <laughs> yes. yes and they it's like they don't go and we've been telling them you know there are some days that you will literally feel like a butterfly and then tomorrow you will feel like a caterpillar yes and then the next day you're like i'm stuck i'm in a cocoon i can't get out and but it's but knowing that that might be where you are in that moment, but you won't always, right. you won't always be there. Right, right. I see that the deadline for application this year for membership is in August, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. So we're going to be opening up uh, membership intake for our 22-23 last year. We're really excited. We're going to start that in March. So we have like a series of uh, virtual and a couple of in-person activities that um, individuals can come to to get get connected with nice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so from ages nine to what age we are targeting really we're actually targeting girls between eight and twelve um young ladies older than that can join but that's that's just our target audience for new members and mm -hmm. we actually have girls that are currently active in class that are you know 13 16 17 um, but for new members, we're targeting eight to 12 years old. Okay. Okay. Now mm -hmm. you also, uh, you're a professor and you have a podcast, so you yes. got a lot going on. Talk I about that do. a little bit. Yes. 
So when I'm not doing gloss related things, I am in the hospitality industry. Um, I studied hospitality in college, went to Johnson and Wells University. Um, and I just love, like that's part of who I am. Like I always want people to feel seen. I want people to feel uh, welcomed and to have, you know, what, what they need. So I've been a professor at Atlanta Tech for about six years, maybe now. And I'll tell you, when I first started, I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, like, I can't, what do I say, what do I do? But, um, you know, being a professor is like an extension of, of, of who I am. And so I see it beyond just teaching content, but also inspiring uh, students to see all the opportunities that they have in the hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. So that kind of led to the start of the podcast. Um, one of my courses was like an intro to the industry type class, and I used to bring in guest speakers. Well, COVID happened, and yeah. so I could no longer bring in guest speakers because we weren't meeting in person. And so I thought, well, what if I just interview these industry professionals, record it, and then send it to my students? That way they can listen to these professionals and it can kind of bring to life what they're reading in their textbook. And in that process, I realized I like talking to people and asking them questions. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so, um, so that's how the podcast got started. The podcast is called Pineapple Talk. And the pineapple is the international symbol for hospitality. Right. So there are conversations, um, inspiring conversations um, about hospitality. And so um, initially it was specific for my students. And then other people I knew were like, oh, I watched your podcast and I thought it was great. And so then I was thinking, well, maybe it's not just for hospitality professionals or connoisseurs, it's also for people who just find the industry interesting. Right, right. So that's, that's how it got started. So I'm really excited. I've done maybe eight or so episodes and I'm looking forward to what else is gonna uh, come from all right. Is it on all the major platforms? Yes, so it is on YouTube, so you can watch it or you can listen to it on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Right, all right. Pineapple Talks, I love it. Yes. I love yes. it. So let's let's get back to Gloss Sisterhood. Okay. Tell everybody how they can get more information, learn more about it, and learn about um, the events that you're going to have, you know, as a point of contact. Hey, try us yes. out. Come check out and see what we're all about. So talk about those for a moment. Yes, yes. So the best way to uh, get connected with Gloss is through our website, glosssisterhood.org. And this is the little trick I tell people when you type it in the you type in the URL, spell gloss in all caps. Because all those S's are gonna start to get confusing. So glosssisterhood.org. And then um, we're on social media, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook uh, as Gloss Sisterhood. And so coming up in March, we are going to start a series of friend nights. So we're gonna do March, April, and May, the first Friday evening of those months, we will be, and we're basically inviting uh, prospective Gloss members mm -hmm. to check out Gloss. And then when we get a little deeper into the summer, June, July, and August, we're gonna do virtual interest meetings. Okay. Um, and so those details, as we get closer, we'll start to uh, release details about how people can register and be, and be a part. All right, glosssisterhood.org yeah. is where you need to go. Spell out gloss in all caps. 
Um, Sharice, thank you so much for joining us today, thank just you. sharing this wonderful organization with us. We look forward to to just working with you this year and seeing where, where else the Lord is going to take you and these awesome girls. So thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, really. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, yes, just wonderful. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can email me at Black at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. You can watch the show via PGN TV on all your digital streaming apps and visit pgntv.org. I will see you next time with some good news. God bless you.